From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. We've been going through the draft national energy policy this week, setting the stage for Cayman's energy goals through 2050. This includes a new section to the 2017 policy covering renewable energy generation planning. According to the NEP, Offreg, the Utility Regulation and Competition Office, and Caribbean Utilities Company CUC are currently planning both utility-scale and distributed solar energy projects in addition to the 16 megawatts of solar currently online. Last year, Offreg issued two requests for proposals for up to 100 megawatts of solar by 2025 and 23 megawatts of dispatchable solar with co-located storage by next year. Offreg has approved a 20-megawatt utility-scale scale battery installation to reduce CO2 emissions, enabling CUC to store renewable energy for backup power and reduce the need to bring diesel generators online. The battery, due to be installed next year, will make an additional 12 megawatt of capacity available for distributed generation programs. CUC will reportedly be guided by the updated NEP targets, and it is expected to also explore the feasibility of injecting additional renewable energy and energy storage into the electricity grid. You can find the full NEP at gov.ky forward slash national energy policy. Meanwhile, Offreg sets out new outage reporting rules aimed at enhancing consumer protection. More from Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins. Offreg issues a determination to its information and communications technology sector licensees as part of its ongoing efforts to enhance consumer protections in the utilities sector. The new rules for reporting on outages require them to provide enhanced reports to the regulator following an unplanned outage and to also provide advance notice to all customers of any planned outage. The new rules set out a licensee's obligations for reporting disruptions to the public and other critical communications services services like hospitals and emergency services. The enhanced reports must include detailed information on the nature and cause of outages, such as a specific component failure, loss of power, or a cyber attack. This level of detail is essential for Offreg to improve monitoring of the reliability, resiliency, and security of Cayman's communications infrastructure, as well as consumer service quality standards. Although similar reporting rules have been in place for some time, Offreg says the reports received did not provide the level of clarity on breadth, frequency and impact that outages were having on consumers and networks. According to Interim CEO Peter Goff, the proper functioning of public communications infrastructure is critical for consumers and as the regulator, Offreg is determined to put in place the necessary consumer protection measures. The new rules for the reporting of outages in the telecommunications sector, he says, are another tool that will be used to ensure consumers get the level and quality of service they deserve and pay for. The opposition is questioning government's move to launch a new Cayman Airways route to Barbados. Progressive's leader, the Honorable Roy McTaggart. Of course, this route will make travel between the Cayman Islands, Barbados and the Eastern Caribbean more accessible and enhance inter-region travel between islands. That is certainly a positive aspect of the route. But first and foremost, the route must make sense for the Cayman Islands and Cayman Airways. As part of the arrangement with Barbados, Cal also announced the introduction of a second flight to Los Angeles that will serve both the Cayman and Barbados markets, relying on travel numbers from Barbados to L.A. to make this second flight viable. Mr. McTaggart and the opposition are stressing that two questions should be asked and answered before any new route was launched. 
First, does a proposed new air route pose any undue, increased financial or other risks to Cayman Airways and the Cayman Islands government? And second, is there an alternative and more profitable route for Cayman Airways and the Cayman Islands that better uses Cayman Airways aircraft? The answers to those questions were not fully explored during the announcement. Mr. McTaggart says his side is also concerned that, quote, Barbados had not provided their marketing data or route analysis for Cal to consider when deciding on the route. Without full transparency by Minister Bryan on any shared financing arrangements and route analysis, in other words, the route viability, there is doubt about the viability of both the Barbados route and the second flight to Los Angeles. But the opposition and the Caymanian people will undoubtedly hold the minister to account if he gets this wrong. That is opposition leader, the Honorable Roy McTaggart. As you heard right here on Radio Cayman, the Minister for Tourism and the National Airline announced direct flights twice per week from Barbados and additional flights to Los Angeles at a press briefing on Monday. The Honorable Kenneth Bryan tells reporters they're confident about this decision for more than one reason. We have every reason to believe after looking at the numbers that the success will be, the, f- the, the loads will be enough that the, the plane will make a profit and not a loss. Um, the other success factor is after looking at quarterlies and, and half year marks and after this first initial uh, flight for a full year to see our numbers from particular gateways in Europe increase. Minister Bryan said his priority is the people of the Cayman Islands and the arrangement achieves a number of other goals, such as greater utilization of the fleet at Owen Roberts International Airport. In other local news, the Central Planning Authority has given the green light for the Weston's major expansion plan that will include off-site parking. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has more on the proposed multi-million dollar 10-story hotel block. According to the Central Planning Authority's meeting minutes from July 5th, conditional planning approval has been granted to Invincible Investment Corporation for their application for a hotel annex and related facilities, a new conference facility, a change of use from a spa to a banquet kitchen with meeting rooms and retail, and two swimming pools for the West End. This item was adjourned back in June in order to consult with the National Roads Authority and discussion on the 5th was to include topics such as the off-site parking being proposed for the development, agency comments, and objector concerns. In its report, the National Roads Authority wrote overall it's satisfied with the layout, presentation, assessment findings, and conclusion of a traffic impact statement that was presented by the Weston Grand Cayman Expansion Project in May 2023. Conditional approval includes provisions to protect the sea turtle population, such as turtle-friendly lighting, approval from the Department of Environment that there are no turtle nests on site that would be negatively affected by the start of construction, and proper fencing that wouldn't negatively affect any potential turtle nests in the area. In its reasons for the decision, the CPA said the application complies with relevant requirements. The issue with regards to off-site parking was a non-starter as, quote, hotel operations have evolved globally. And in order to maximize valuable hotel land, the option of valet parking utilizes off-site parking facilities commonly. And the concerns about the nesting turtle population would be addressed by the conditions set out in the approval. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. You can find the full summary online at planning.ky. And we'll leave you with this one. Today is International Day for the Conservation of the Mangrove Ecosystem. And the goal is to let everyone know just how important mangroves are. Radio Cayman's April Cummings reports. Mangroves are far more than trees. Mangroves are a natural coastal fortress 
Mangroves act as a natural fortress against floods and storm surges. The sediments from the land and sea are filtered by the roots of the mangroves, eventually protecting the coastline and slowing erosion. That's the Department of Environment's Tim Austin, who tells Radio Cayman mangroves provide home to thousands of species who live, feed, or breed in our mangrove ecosystem, from fish and sharks, crabs and lobsters, to frogs, insects, and birds. When mangrove forests are removed, these species struggle to survive, leaving major gaps in food chains for both wildlife and for humans. And mangroves have another job. Mangrove forests are one of the top three carbon-capturing ecosystems alongside seagrass and tidal marshes. Together, these areas cover around 193,000 square miles, or 50 million hectares globally, across every continent apart from Antarctica. Research shows that these ecosystems store more carbon per unit area than their terrestrial counterparts, the forests, making them vital to the fight against global warming. You can find out more about Cayman's mangrove ecosystems at doe.ky or mangroverangers.ky. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.